Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. Welcome to Woman Who Chat, and today I'm here with Sean Hill. Hello, Sean. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I've really been looking forward to talking to you. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm just itching to get on with our chat because we've had this booked a couple of times and I've postponed, but I really want to have a chat with you because you've got something exciting on the horizon. Tell us what's happening with you. Yeah, so I have got my book coming out. February the 1st, 2023. So it's been in progress for the last two years. So it's the, the book is, I think, I think it's finished officially. I think uh, there's probably bits that I haven't yet done that I'll find out as I get there. Yeah, it's kind of it's ready to go and it's coming out very soon. So yeah, I'm super excited about it. And that's the thing with a book, isn't it? You write it and then sometimes you go out to beta readers and they say, oh, this would be better. And then you, it comes back and then you go out again and then it, you're, you could be refining it forever. And I think at some point you just have to say, right, that's it. It's done. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I made the mistake of I've, I've, kind of, I've learned a lot through the process because I have no idea how to write a book. I thought I'll just do it and work it out as I go. And then afterwards, I read books about how to write books. It said, like, don't edit it as you're going through it, which I did. <laughs> I must have about 50,000 edits before I'd even got past chapter one. And it got to the point, like you say, where it's, do you know what? It's it's ready. It's just got to go as it is. It can always be better. And I think it's a bit of, of a metaphor for life, isn't it? That there's always something to improve, but just do it and get it out there. Yeah, um, you, and save that for book two. <laughs> exactly. And do you think as women, we strive for perfection? Ah. <sighs> Yes. Yeah. I think it, from my experience of working, particularly with women in business, they almost put things off until the circumstances are perfect. The the situation is right. They have all the information. And the reality is that that will never happen. So better off to kind of go out there and just act as though you know what you're doing. And that's the quickest way that you're going to learn and work out what what you actually enjoy doing and what you don't enjoy doing, because it's easy to think that this is the thing and almost attach so much meaning to it. And then when you get there, you think, oh, actually, I didn't enjoy that as much as I thought I would. So, yeah, go and learn what you enjoy and what people enjoy hearing from you um, and take the feedback. And I, th- I think you have to have passion in what you do, especially if you're writing. You know, it's very easy to write some an essay or whatever you like, but that isn't what a book's all about. A book is sharing your knowledge, your expertise, and really aiming it at your a potential customer because a book will never make you rich unless you're JK Rowling. A book is more of a business card these days, isn't it? It's more of something that, you know, it's a taste of you and then it's to entice people to come and find out more. Is that is that what your, your book is aimed at? Yeah, it is. So um, when I first started on my journey of personal development, um, it was about 20, 2010, I think, maybe 2011, so a long time ago. Um, and I was reading so many books and getting so much information that I was almost overwhelmed and paralyzed and didn't feel like I was making the progress that I could see other people doing. So that led to me feeling like an even bigger failure. It's like, I can't even 
master my own life. What are you? <laughs> What's going on? So the book that I've written is almost the book that I wish I'd have had back then. So it is that introduction to people that are maybe have been reading for a while and are getting frustrated about, you know, you, you hear all this stuff that you can create your own reality. And it's like, yeah, I know you can, but how do you do it? Or maybe they're starting out and it, it is, as you say, that introduction of here's some principles that I've learned throughout the last 10, 11, 12 years. So go and have a, a, a try and have, have a go with them and see how you get on. And if you like it, then let's chat some more and, you know, go from there. So, yeah, that's kind of that was the, the reason that I wrote it. It was for me in the past to help that person with some really practical stuff that I wish I'd have known. And that's often the way I think, you know, we we want to learn quickly. We want to know how. And there's nothing worse than sort of watching a, a video or watching something. You just get that tease, but not quite enough to implement anything. And I know we don't want to give all our knowledge away in one go, you know, so it is a bit of a tease up to some point. But books generally do give you the how. The problem is people don't necessarily follow the how and put it into action. And that's where obviously you come in, I come in and and we actually guide people through the how. You know, it's all right reading it. But quite often, I mean, I've got book after book after book here. I know my stuff. But sometimes, you know, you feel as if you need that hand holding almost. Yeah, absolutely. I think it can be. It can be quite scary when you're stepping out into the unknown and it feels uncomfortable. So to have somebody who's been there and done it or can guide you through it certainly takes that pressure off and makes it easier. Even if it's just somebody to say, yes, okay, you know, this didn't go how you planned and that's okay. That reassurance that it's okay to mess up um, and just learn from it as you go. So, yeah, I think that's where community and places like Woman Who are really, really powerful that you have that reassurance because being in business as a woman can be a really lonely place. It, it certainly can. It, and I think, you know, as women, we tend to look for, we tend to knock ourselves back. But then when other people lift us up, I don't know of any women around woman who or the community or the academy that would knock another woman down. Everybody seems to want to lift each other up and support each other, which is a fantastic thing, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the... Um, you can always see in others their their greatness even if they can't see it themselves and I love that perspective because I think if you can tap into that and for yourself maybe you know if if you're going through a bit of a struggle step outside of yourself and think what would I say to another woman who's in this position Mm. how would I be viewing her and have that same conversation with yourself as though you're somebody else because it's easy to do with other people yeah not necessarily easy to apply when it comes to <laughs> like what have I got to offer well actually what would yeah. what would my friend say to me what would she spot <laughs> yeah. and I think sometimes we don't realize our own value in the help that we can give to others you know and and sometimes in our own businesses we, we need that helicopter view we need to almost step outside of ourselves and our business and look in and sometimes somebody else can do that far better than we can and just say yeah. well, have you thought of this you know and it's a bit sort of suggesting things to you I could never be a business coach because I can't keep my mouth closed I come up with too many ideas and coaching is all about questioning and helping people to find their own their own journey but whereas I'm more oh my god this is a great idea have you thought of doing this and that's why I went for the mentoring route as opposed to the coaching route but as you know as a coach yourself you've walked the journey you've helped other people become coaches you 
you've done your personal development. And I think that's so important because I see so many people write books but have no personal experience. And I think that can be a dangerous thing sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do think that if you're, people can be very well intended in giving you advice. Yet, unless the person that you're speaking to has been there and done it, they're talking from their own limited perspective of what they think is possible, which may not benefit the person that they're speaking with, because how would they know? So I think, yeah, there's definitely um, the, the best way to maybe write a book is to go and do it and write it as you do it. So it's like, I'm living this, I'm giving you all the, the good, the bad, the ugly, the everything that comes with it. And I'm having to do it so I can write this book. So it's not just theory. It's, you know, the, there's a lot of theory out there and you can intellectualize stuff, yet living it and embodying it is like a whole different thing. Um, yeah. And a book is a great way of doing that because it's like, if I'm going to write this, I've got to be able to talk about it. <laughs> so what's been your biggest challenge with with writing a book? What's been the biggest thing that's that's almost been your biggest barrier so there's been a couple of things I think the the first thing which I found stepping out on my own in business and being a trainer of coaches is I almost held this belief that I have to have all of the answers because people were asking me the questions and it was like oh I've got to know everything which you know everything is a lot to know <laughs> and then and then they bring out something new and you've got to learn that as well so first off it was kind of forgiving myself and letting myself off the hook in thinking actually that's a bit of an ego check in that you've got to know everything it's like John who are you of course you're never going to know everything and forgiving myself for not and be, let, allowing myself to be okay with going to find the answers and coming back to people. The other thing was condensing which bits I want to share with people, because there's so many things that I thought this book could very quickly become overwhelming, mm-hmm. which then has the opposite effect on helping people. So I was putting lots of random information in. And I was like, this is all great. And taking a step back and looking at, is this benefiting the reader or is this Again, almost like me getting overexcited and thinking, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, making the book about me rather than the reader itself. So, yeah, the streamlining it so that people can actually take something away from it. And then the usual stuff of like, you know, you sit down one night and you think I've got nothing to say. I've, I've hit that writing wall. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a writing it was a real roller coaster of a journey and I think probably one of the biggest personal development journeys that I've been through to you know find that perseverance that grit that going through the self-doubt of does anybody want to read this you know who am I to write a book and coming out the other end and thinking actually you know I don't need to know everything but if there's something in there that just helps one person a little bit to improve their life then it's done what I intended it for it for it to do. That's fantastic. We're running out of time and I could talk to you all day and I definitely want to have you back on the podcast before your book is published so we can talk a little bit more about where you're up to. But what piece of information could you share with the audience today? Just a piece of positive, something they could take away from from what you've been talking about. If they're maybe if they're thinking of writing a book or thinking about doing personal development, what what would you share with them? I think the it links back to what I was saying earlier about just doing something so going out there and allowing yourself to be messy 
I think, you know, putting the pressure on to be perfect stops people from doing anything. Whereas if you reframed your thinking and thought, you know what, I'm just going to go and see if I like this thing or see if it works rather than going out to get it right. It's like, I'm going to go mess it up and see if it works. And if it doesn't, great. And either way, there is no failure. There's only feedback. So just using that information as, right, what do I need to change? What did I learn? So that way you can never get it wrong because there is no wrong or right. It's just go and have fun. I think Sarah Blakely, the Spanx lady, uh, her dad used to say to her to go out every day. He'd he'd ask her at the end of every day, how did you fail today? What What do you mean? How did I fail? And he was like, you need to go out and fail because that's the quickest way that you're going to grow and learn and and get it right. That's it. I, I say failure is never a failure. It, it's a learning curve. It, you know, we don't make mistakes. We have learning experiences, don't we? And failure is part of that. So, uh, well, it's been fantastic talking to you, Sean. Um, I would really, really want to talk to you again um, in a few weeks time just to see uh, about the publication of your book and what's happening and what's on the horizon. So today I've been talking to Sean Hill. Thank you very much, Sean. Thank you for having me. It's been lovely. Thank you for joining the Woman Who Chat weekly podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business. In the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey.